We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics, like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus It's cold in here. It's colder in here than it was in the one in Arizona. No, where? Mm. What the hell am I talking about? that headlight shining. Let me take a look. What? No, I just thought maybe you know, the lights could be on. <laughs> you can't tell. They're on my padding. Wait. Where was that other place that was really cold? Um, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, so. The hotter the location, the colder the studio. So I want to go right to the Jesse Smollett case. Is that okay? I just want to fire that in here. Okay? Yeah, I know. We uh, were just sitting. Uncle, Uncle Neil, our producer, has a couple other things. But I want to go right there. <laughs> so what do you? He, what Uncle are you? Neil does act more mature than you. Yes, he's a more mature version than me. And he just introduced he's, us to it something a term I had never heard before. Which is going what? full noodle. So what does that mean? The crazy shit house or what? <laughs> what does that mean? Is that what it means? <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know. I, what's the what's the? It means like line? to me. I usually go with full throttle, but full he goes throttle. with full noodle. Right. Oh, I don't know what I said. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Do oh do you like being this close? We're like Trump's having a good week. Though, we're right up on top of each other's we're on, faces. We're on top of each other, uh, but not literally. So, but go ahead. Tell me what you think about Smollett. Go ahead. Isn't it Smollett? Smollett like Mullet whatever. with an S. Whatever. What do you think about Smollett? Well. I think he made the whole thing up, and I think for some odd reason they let him off, and I, I don't really understand it. <laughs> Who gets let off from like a crime like that? Well, the inside track is that uh, a lot of his support people uh, reached out to some of Michelle Obama's aides that were working in the Chicago judicial and prosecutorial process, and so he's a friend of the president. Uh, Himself, yeah, he got himself off. So how is okay. this any different than the rich people and the college admissions thing? You know, so if you don't know Michelle Obama and you don't know her aides and you perpetrate a crime like this, you go to jail. I mean, he he subverted the process. He made up a hate crime to try to raise the standard and potential salary of his career. Which I never really understood how getting attacked by white supremacists or Trump supporters well, or whatever it he's is. He's African American and he's gay and the, the left hates Trump and this would be so you, you know, they bump fueling, your salary? fueling the 
fascism and la 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 la. All the nonsense has been going on over the two and a half years. Okay, so well, I know Rahm Emanuel is not happy about it. Um, there was that clip we saw. He's not happy about it because we were racing the evidence out of the hotel and, he, and, he, and he thinks this is I think a level we have of the unfairness. audio. Should we listen to it? He did this all in the name of self-promotion. And he used the laws of the hate crime legislation that all of us collectively over years have put on the books to stand up to be the values that embody what we believe in. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. tough. This is a tough one because, you know, the society... You know people get away with murder literally every mm-hmm. day. This one, I think, just happens to be, you know, oh, with somebody in, who's in, uh, you know, in Hollywood, so we know about it. Yeah, but you're reinforcing what people no, sort of terrible. feel about justice. You know, the justice is blind when no you're justice. well, when you're justice is blind when you're a Hollywood elitist and a liberal. Well, who's, that's how I feel about the Mueller report. Who's gay? Okay, so you want to <laughs> switch gears? Let's go to the, let's go to the uh, Mueller report. So the Mueller report. The left would then say on the Mueller report that Attorney General Barr. Blah, 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 blah. I knew you were going to do that. Okay. One, no, you didn't. I did because that's your personality. Like one tiny slip in George the pronunciation Hamilton. and you hit me. George Hamilton, you're the one that called in to spray damn before we got to Miami. <laughs> you're the same color as the desk. Seriously. Look, the, the, the desk has like an orangey oak look to it, doesn't <laughs> I have to it? Take a picture of you next to the desk. It's, am I the same color as the desk? No, I think you are a little bit more brownish. I definitely have like a whole yellow <laughs> tint going thing on. Is reflecting it could that. be it could be some kind of liver disease, and the, <laughs> and the spray tan went over the bad liver or something. I don't oh, know God, what's going on here. I, I don't know what's going on here, but but <coughs> Sorry, so the so the left is going to say that you know Barr stepped in and uh, went to protect the president and released that information in the way they released it. And so now whatever's in the report, the news cycle and the people that aren't paying as close attention say, okay, the president got off. And so... So nobody has seen the report yet, right? Not that I'm aware of, but... Not even but, the White House, but, right? But here's the thing, okay? If if the... Robert Mueller, people can say whatever they want about the guy. I, it's the same thing I said about Rod Rosenstein, who I went to law school with. These are Boy Scouts. Rod Rosenstein, I told the president this is not part of some deep state cabal and all that nonsense. He's a legit guy who's a Boy Scout. So I'm just letting you know, if there was no indictable issues, that's why nobody's gotten indicted. I really I really believe that. And so But I said to you so you're you just don't find it odd that somebody could be completely scot free of everything but ev- there's like fifty indictments around the person. That's not odd to you. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction. So crazy. He's so crazy. How about about when he walks up to the microphones instead of saying hello to the press? He goes, no collusion. No collusion. No collusion. He didn't say hello? I I would love to count the number of times that we have heard the words no collusion from the president. I mean, he's like literally, he's decided that uh, he's controlling the What do you think he says more, no collusion or China? China. No collusion. China. I don't know what he's saying more, but here's what I would say. You, you've got the process subverted now in the country, and there are people now in the country that don't feel that there's a level of fairness. The playing field, when I was a kid, whether the playing field was even or not even, let's assume it wasn't even, but it felt like you could get on the field. You felt like if you were in the stands, you could helm it up and get on the field if you did certain things. Now... It feels like you got an electrical fence around the field. Mm-hmm. So if you're Jesse Smollett, no problem, you're off. Um, you know, Attorney General Barr, he puts out four pages, uh, controls the news cycle. 
But by the way, I do think there was some unfairness to the whole thing. I, I always said to you, never saw anything, anything close to collusion. You can ask Mayor Giuliani. You can ask Scott Brown. I, I could name people no, that worked on this campaign. No, I don't think that he colluded with Russia. I don't think By the way, stupid. you were even blamed or like fingered for that. Yeah, and I got those people fired, and uh, we almost had a $100 million lawsuit over that thing. So it was just stupid. No, you know? I never thought he colluded with Russia. I just think he's done a whole bunch of other really bad stuff that they probably came across during their investigation, but they're not saying or nothing will be done about it because it wasn't, I guess they were on the probe was really for the collusion stuff, you know? Okay, so so here we are. We'll have to see what happens So you there. think he's like a stand-up, like, businessman, like, not shady, and then he's never done anything no, weird? No, of course not. Come on, listen. You know the guy's flawed. That's why he's been so successful, because any tiny paper cut, he doesn't bleed out. I mean, these other politicians hold themselves up so sanctimonious to get one little paper cut, they start bleeding out. Trump's got three... Wise. He had five children from three wives. He had a part. He had a stormy. You know, he's like a, you. Shut up. It's not okay. like me. So he had a, he had he had a stormy. A, he, he had a stormy. He had a partly cloudy. He had a mostly <laughs> sunny. He had a very sunny. You know, he said he said the whole weather pattern of women. Uh-huh. Nobody Trump cares. is crazy. Oh, nobody, you mean nobody, as nobody in cares. terms of being elected with all that? Yeah, nobody cares. So, so, so the point is, it is what it is. Let's see what happens now. Hopefully, this thing gets behind the country and we move on. Let's go to another really favorite subject of mine that I don't like talking about, but I'm, I'm interested in your opinion. The George and Kellyanne Conway show, which obviously they're going oh, to have. They're, they're, they're not even going to have a competing podcast. They're going to have like a, a competing like uh, television series, I think. But go ahead. What, what do you what do you make of that whole thing? No, I saw something today on Twitter that said they have, must have some really interesting makeup sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I think about it? We kind of talked about it last week, but. <clears throat> And you were trying to tell me that it's like a show for the public. I think so. I, I don't. I don't see any reason. I think that the. I think that they're basically. So they go home at night and they're having they like laugh. pot roast, and they're like. I think they oh, laugh. They say, one. "Yeah, okay, you don't like Trump. I like him. Ha ha ho ho. Pass the horseradish with the pot roast. You I think, think so? that's what's going. That's what I think. I don't. You have horseradish with roast beef, not. No, pot roast. I meant to say that, but I mixed metaphorical. F- you mixed meats. up your beef. Oh, that's the other thing. The other day on Twitter, I posted. Like I now I don't understand why people kill animals, and then I was like, oh god, I shouldn't have written that. They're like, are you vegan? Do you eat cow? Do you eat meat? Do you? If you're not a vegan, then okay. So if I'm not a vegan, I don't think elephants should be slain for their tusks. Like, come on. I should like. Uh. We can't win. If you say Jesus, we should probably reduce <laughs> the carbon emissions. Well, do you fly in a plane? Okay, of course I fly in a plane. It's so like, you can't do you, you live? Can't okay, win. I live. I'm sorry I live. I'm sorry I live. You can't win. But I wanna, either which I want to break wind like a cow, and I want to contribute my carbon Imagine uh, the, to the breaking society. the wind. Imagine the wind that comes out of a cow. It's got to be disgusting. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's heating up the earth, baby. Okay, but go, go, to the, go to another one of my favorite topics, okay, and then we can go to the like real news. Judge Janine returning to Fox News on Saturday night, and what do you think of that? Now, I, she, she called me, and she invited me on the show. Of course, I'm going to be with you on the Disney cruise, so I can't make the show on uh, Saturday night, but I'm thrilled that she's back. What do you think of the whole thing? Did you just, like, lose your breath? You went, like... I, lo- I lost my breath a little bit, yeah, because <laughs> I was, you know, speaking a lot. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay. Maybe the um, maybe the orange glow is getting to me. Maybe it's seeping it's like, into your it's lungs. It's like Agent Orange on my face. Um. So I think it's I think it's a good thing because I think we're overly censored. 
Just like I said, I can't say, oh, I can't understand why people don't, why they kill innocent animals. I'm not allowed to say that because I occasionally have a hamburger. So I think it's a good thing because I think we're just too sanitized, overly controlled, and way too, what's the word, reined in with what we can say or what we can't say. I think it's these microaggressions, they turn into professional capital punishment. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Bill O'Reilly, who was on... uh, one American News basically said he read the transcript. I read the transcript. The point that she was trying to make is this woman representative. It's a valid point. That's the thing. It's I think it's point. a valid point. Like I said, if I'm walking around in the Pope's, you know, uniform, you're probably going to think that I'm adhering to like <laughs> the Catholic think Church. You turned what? into a porn star. <laughs> you're walking around in the Pope's uniform. That would be weird. I know, but I mean, only that's if I could what, have that's the Pope mobile. Those, those movies are all about. Oh my Wait. god. I've never seen anyone dressed like a pope, no, a librarian. But I mean, that could be. That could be. Well, you would know because you watch that. You. Porn. Oh my god! <laughs> I just stepped into that. I just got. <laughs> Those I just got hit. I just got hit by the Miami Express. So, Wait, so, what was I going to no, say? No, no, no. Go Where back to this. We were talking about capital punishment, microaggressions. Oh no, we're talking about, talking about how everyone's so cleansed yeah. of their speech, and you can't say anything. Like, like Trump's your president, girl. I was being interviewed girl. by somebody last week for a magazine, and. Um, you know, I was saying that I, I don't like when women do bad stuff to other women, right? Or, you know, w- women on woman crime. crime. And she's like, oh, really? Well, then what was that really rude, lewd comment you made about Sarah Sanders on your podcast? And I was like, oh, oh. What did you say about Sarah Sanders? I don't even remember. Remember I, I said she's uptight. She should go have sex with her husband. I was like kidding around. Okay. That that was like a rude comment to say? She said that it was like, that was woman on woman crime. Oh my God. That's like a comedic I was statement. like joking. I, I wouldn't. And then uh, to okay. be honest with you, after I said it, I do felt feel badly. The light, do you feel the lights flickering in here? They are though. Yeah. The, yeah Either oh, that or oh, no, I thought that down. was like maybe like a, some kind of sex toy in operation somewhere here in Miami. Brownie out the city no that's san francisco that's the old lady you met remember oh my oh my god she lives in san francisco please don't blow me up she was a stalker she was a stalker we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk about Michael Avenatti. Okay. What do you want to say there? I'm confused by what's going on because we, we, for a while, knew him, I guess not very well, but we spent some time with him. Not like socially, like doing, you know, going to like a baseball game, but we would go to dinner with him sometimes and some parties and stuff like that. We had mutual friends. So it's, and so I'm just confused by what's going on because it's like one person saying A about him and then another person says A about him. And then it's like, now it's like up to five, six, seven people and he's being charged with all these different things. And then he's like so bold. He goes on Twitter and he, with this like bold assurance, denying and um, what's the word? What's, 
besides defiant. denying, he's like he's confidently like defiant. Yeah, he's, right, so, exactly. But, so, you, so then I'm like, wait, should I believe him? I'm so confused. I have no idea. Okay, so but let me just ask you this. I mean, and I like Michael, and we've obviously, you know, get a, get along with him. But I just have to ask you this: if you are in a situation where the Los Angeles District U.S. Attorney and the Southern District of New York. So you have two different U.S. attorneys are bringing charges against you simultaneously. One is for bank fraud and mail fraud and wire fraud, and mm-hmm. the other one is for extortion. That's a lot of smoke in the situation. You have your one of your wives. Now, I'm going to give a pass on that because most people have domestic issues, and sometimes that will flare up for public figures. So let's let's leave the domestic thing out of it. But he's got a he's got his law firm. They say that there's ten million dollars worth of legal bills. So, to me, and I've te- I said this to Michael. I was very honest with him when I've spoken to him. I said, "There's a lot of smoke here. There's got to be a fire somewhere with all the smoke." So, we'll have to see what happens. He said he was having a press conference today related to Nike. Obviously, that did not happen. And uh, if he extorted Nike. It's 50 years in prison, and I don't think he knows Michelle Obama's aid that's going to get him off the situation. So, um, And then you had the situation with him and his girlfriend, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, let's give him the benefit of that on that as well because he never got charged for that. But there's just a lot of stuff going on there. And so, you know, one wonders, you said it to me in the car, so it's worth repeating, you know, you get the fame instantaneously. March of last year, they file a case it's March of this year. Him and Stormy Daniels rise to fame. The left hates Trump. Let's just be honest. So he goes up on MSNBC and he goes on CNN. Yeah, without exaggeration, they think it was 220 times. And so they gave him, you know, several hundred million dollars of airtime. And but a lot of the stuff that he was saying, it turns out, you know, some of it really isn't true. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So, the one so thing you, know, that, you know, we met Stormy mean Daniels, like and no. we've mm-hmm. seen her on many occasions speaking out about her situation, and I think she basically says it like it is. I don't think she's really holding anything back in her life, and she's a pretty straight shooter. So she just said, I'm not surprised. That's why I parted ways with him. Mm-hmm. And so that— And then she said there's going to be more announcements coming. Did you hear her say that, Oh, right? no. I yeah, did she not. said that. About him? Yeah. Or about like... No, about him. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see. But having her say that, I know that sounds crazy that Stormy Daniels is my litmus test, but I think she's a pretty okay, straightforward you li- okay, person. Oh, oh, okay, but you liked her, right? And no, you, yeah, you no, believe but I'm she's saying, pretty I don't think she has up, right? anything to lie about. You know right. what I'm saying? She's just like, yeah. this is me. This I, is I do this. I do me. And One of the most impressive things that she said, did you have sex with him? Yes, I did. And by the way, it wasn't a Me Too moment. It was consensual. I'm not going in that direction, you know, and this is the thing I think is getting the country up in an uproar. If you, not you, but if the general public is going to be micro-analyzed in every sentence, there's going to be a microaggression and a freak-out session and a potential professional capital punishment for everything that happens in the society, Donald Trump's going to get reelected because it's a reaction formation to the over-censoring process. It's like we've had 5,500 years of human interaction but now we have the thought police and the politically correct people telling us, well, this is what you can and cannot say. If you say anything different from what we, we think you can say, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're a bad guy. And so I don't know. I just think it's really, really bad. I think it's a really rotten situation to be in for most people. So, uh, All right. Well, 
you know what's really rotten? More than rotten, that's not even the right word, but the, I just get very emotional. That was another thing I remember. This is like a ventilation session, but I remember we were in LA um, for for Valentine's Day because you had this the Celebrity Big Brother wrap-up party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling really sad that day. It was like raining, pouring rain in L.A. And I was thinking of the Parkland um, victims because it was the, the year anniversary of the shooting. And I had tweeted out, like, you know, on this Valentine's Day, like, let's think about the mom and the moms and dads that are missing their sweetheart today, you know. And then everyone fired back that's not what valentine's day is about valentine's day is about romantic love not about i was like okay anyway i just think about those people all the time i think about um the um newtown connecticut people all the time um because we have these kids and i love kids and I think it's just such a shame that now we're losing extra people associated with those tragedies mm-hmm. because of depression, yeah, PTSD, PTSD yeah. and nothing has been done since Parkland. We had like all of those people go down at Mandalay Bay. Nothing has been done. Well, the only thing has been done, and it went into place today, and the Supreme Court said that they weren't going to hear the case. The bump stocks, which basically you no, clip yeah, it to the right. gun, it turns it into an automatic weapon. He signed, you know, President Trump signed an executive order to uh, prevent those from being in existence. You either have to destroy them or you could be subjected to a $250,000 fine or some potential time imprisonment. So hopefully that will slow down some of the stuff. But but it's very, very hard. The tragedy of PTSD, uh, which in addition to Jeremy you know, Richmond— You two, two Parkland— Students mm-hmm. in the past seven days have committed suicide mm-hmm. one and, year after and you this. Have the, you have and the, then you have the dad. You have the dad that couldn't handle it anymore. From he, Sandy Hook. He committed suicide, and PTSD is a real thing. We lose 22 service men and women to PTSD-related suicide. So they come back, they have survivor guilt, or they saw something dramatic, and they can't, they can't live with it. And so you know, one of the problems is they're still... A stigma to this stuff. My uncle Tony, who passed away in 2005, he was in Normandy Beach, age 19. Saw many of his high school classmates, you know, shot on the beach and killed. He luckily survived it, but he never really recovered from it. You know, he was a captain of his tennis team, heading for college. He came home and said, "You know, I'm done with this whole thing. I'm going to go work in the produce department at the A&P." And so he checked himself out of life. And it was almost like, you know, my buddies got killed, and so I don't deserve to live, so I'm not going to go pursue my dreams. I'm going to hang out here and what shut corn. Dreams? Oh, he, he was going to go on to college. He was going to be the first person in the family to go to college. He was a great tennis player so in the 40s. So he got drafted? Like, how did he? Not, so, there was no draft, right? Oh, no, 100%. No, he, so what happened to him was he was to graduate in 1943 from the Schreiber High School in Port Washington, it, then it was called Port Washington High School. They named it later Schreiber. And they moved his graduation to March. So they accelerated the graduation for those boys so that they could get drafted and they could get shipped Ugh. off to Europe. Yeah. And so he graduated in, in mid-March of 1943, and they sent him on a boat to Great Britain, and they trained him there. What a misery. And he was, he was on one of the first Higgins boats to hit the beach on, on Normandy. And, and the point is, though, when you see it up close— it gives you tremendous pain because um, that dad uh, 
it had to live with the horror that his six-year-old daughter, he couldn't protect her. I mean, what dad or mom doesn't want to be protective of their innocent children from, from this type of horror, horror and crime? So to me, um, it's absolutely disgusting, and it's not something that's going to go away. And, you know, you go to New Zealand, flip it over to New Zealand now, uh, the guy, the lunatic goes in there, he kills 49 Mm-hmm. Muslims mm-hmm. in their house of worship, and now the New Zealanders are dealing with the same thing. And by the way, you know there are secular Muslims that love their children and want to have a great life, like there are secular Christians and secular Jews. And you pick the religion, secular Hindus. I don't understand why we got to go all flip the switch into full blown hatred and full blown uh, xenophobia. But here we are now, uh, and the heat the heat is on. The heat is on in the country. So I feel very, very bad about it. It makes me, uh, when I think about it, it just it gets me super, super upset. Um, and I don't want to shift gears abruptly from something that sad, but I do want to talk about these other issues. So um, the Trump administration, President Trump signed yesterday a— uh, non-bonding proclamation, basically recognizing Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. Israel's been occupying the Golan Heights since 1967, 52 years. And uh, U.S. policy in the region was we're not going to recognize it, um, but we've decided now to recognize it. And so is that a good or a bad thing? You've been to Israel and you've been to the Golan Heights or overlooking the Golan Heights. So, um, so they're never giving it back. So I think, I think, I think what Trump was trying to do, or the president was trying to do, is okay. There's no way, whether you're a Labor Party prime minister or a conservative prime minister or a liberal prime minister, that you could go up to the Golan Heights and see where it is abutting Syria, understand the situation in Syria and the civil war, and look uh, to your right and see Iraq, and say, just okay, I'm going to give this up because it's a it's high a perch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a high perch. They could put cruise missiles up there, mm-hmm. and they could shoot those missiles, hundreds of them, and your Iron Dome system might not be able to handle them. And so my first time in Israel, I came through the Gaza Strip. I took a uh, cab in 1985 from Cairo across the Sinai Peninsula to the Rafa border. And that border now, that Gaza Strip, has been given to the Palestinian Authority. And so what ended up happening, um, it was quote-unquote, part of Israel at the time that I crossed the border there, but now it's the Palestinian Authority. And what are they doing? They're shooting Qasem rockets almost every day. There's 10,000 rockets going off a year by Hezbollah and Hamas into Israel. So these these people are trying to live. Yeah, someone was, there was a resonance struck last week in Israel. That's why this whole thing came out. So to me, I think the president's doing the right thing. They said, okay, if you move the embassy, that's going to be a nightmare. It's going to cause a third world war. He said, no, I'm moving the embassy because I want to take that off the negotiating table. I want to acknowledge that they're, that's their capital. So he moved the embassy. There wasn't an apocalyptic mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. They've been in, in the possession for 52 years. They're not giving it back. And so one of the things I do like about Trump is that he's not standing in that political gobbledygook speak where we're not doing it or we're not going to do this, yeah. but they're doing it anyway. So why are you know, he's saying, hey, we're just mm-hmm. going to do it. So that's something I liked. 
One thing I'm very worried about for Israel, because I'm obviously a supporter, I know you are too, is that we've made Israel a partisan issue in the country now because people hate Trump so much from the left. They've now decided that, well, Trump likes Israel and he supports the Jews, so therefore we're going to hate on Israel. And I think that's a very, that very— That doesn't make sense to me. Well, I think that there's, there's one-sided there's so support now. there's so many Jewish people who are Democrats, so that absolutely makes no sense I, to me. I get that, but you have to ask them. You have to say, Jesus, why— I think why? that's being blown out of proportion. Okay. Because most of the Democrats I know are Jewish Okay. in New York. Okay. You don't think so? All right, but a large portion of them are being alienated at this point, and there's a lot of Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Representative Omar. They like this whole BDS thing, this whole boycotting of uh, yeah. you know, Jewish goods right. that are being produced in the West Bank or what is called Judea and Samaria. So anyway, to me, I applaud the president. Um, a lot of things about him, obviously, you don't like. There's some things about him I don't like. But the direct speak and just say, hey, this has been going on for 52 years. So rather than pretend that it's not going on, I'm going to acknowledge that it's going on. And uh, it's non-binding. But the United States recognizes your right to control that territory. I, I was impressed with that. I like that part of him. You know, too bad he doesn't do that with everything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that in anything with, related to him personally. It's what all you, gobbledygook. What do, you, what do you think about the... Uh, the Lindsey Graham stuff. Did you read the Lindsey no, Graham stuff? I can't deal with Lindsey Graham. Let's talk about something else. Like, let's okay. talk about that. I found this so interesting. I read a story about. Um, I just got the hide. <laughs> okay, go. I'm sorry. Okay, you just literally spoke. You just spoke for seven to eight minutes, with, right, with, and I didn't quiet. say anything. Go ahead. So, um, well, I'm a woman, and I have boobs, albeit small ones. But I was reading this article. I love your boobs. There's nothing wrong with your boobs. All right, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from the Adam's apple. But hit. when a, a photographer takes a picture of me with a flash, if I wasn't wearing a bra, they wouldn't be standing at attention like some people that I've seen. But anyway, some implants actually have been are now being linked to um, a specific type of lymphoma. Okay. And um, the crazy thing is, is like there are a lot of people who actually have like prophylactic mastectomies and then they have reconstruction where they actually get implants. So I find this to be very interesting. It's like a conundrum, you know what I mean? So you're like taking your your own breasts off but then you're putting in things that might actually give you not breast cancer but another form of cancer. So it's like biting your nose to spite your face. It's very Tough decision, right? But to get them for um, cosmetic purposes, I think we really have to think now. Because I'm saying, it, I, who, the, in, who doesn't want silic- bigger boobs? I is mean, it I the silicone or is it the saline or is it no, both? Is it about the plastic it, the around it? Maybe it's the plastic no, or whatever No, they said something. I read something. The one thing, that one differentiating factor was if it's a smooth implant, it doesn't happen if if it's a textured implant. It happens. But then I was thinking to myself, who gets a textured implant? What does that even mean, textured implant? Like the outside of the plant uh, of the implant is like textured in some way. It's not like smooth. I don't know. I'm. It's what the article said. But anyway, so I guess people should back off of the textured. Okay, it makes you think about anything foreign going into the body. Yeah, I can't you know, you have to be thinking, you say, okay, there's different things that are uh, 
positive and negative to it. You know what I mean? Including probably the fillings in your teeth and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. The other thing I found really interesting today, because um, it's an it's clever, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I agree with it. But these companies that are really high tech, like Tesla. <clears throat> um, this was an article about Tesla. They had like a glitch in one of their systems in their Model Three car, so they had these hackers. They had a competition. And they had hackers come in and see if they could crack into the bug and like access information and stuff. And they these two twenty somethings were able to do it. So they gave Tesla the information on what was wrong with their system. And so Tesla gave them cars and three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. That's pretty cool. But like so I guess they're using their skills for positive things. But you're like kind of rewarding bad behavior again, right? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, some of these guys that they catch hacking, they sometimes enlist them to work for the NS- NSC, you know, I mean, NSA, mm-hmm. just to, you know, because they, we've got some really cool um, technologists and, uh, you know, they say, okay, you're going to jail or you're going to come work for us. It's one or the other, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting. So what do you think of the Apple streaming service? Did you learn anything about that? Yeah, what do you I mean, think I guess that? that's cool, but it's like, how is that any different than me just I mean I guess your all of your curated news flow is in one spot I guess but to me I just go to like Twitter and I see everything so Tim I, Apple <laughs> so, I know was that funny calling him Tim Apple oh my god so it's embarrassing yeah, but I think it's really funny because it, it's like the the phone was big in the beginning, like the Gordon Gecko phone. Then it got small, small, small. Now it's getting bigger again, and now you're going to have a phone that actually flips out a screen. And I think this is sort of weird. You went from cable and direct TV, two, 300 channels, $200 a month, and then people cut the cord, and they said, I'm just going to go with my Netflix or my app to link to certain news agencies. And now because Netflix, Amazon, Eventually, Apple are coming up with original programming. Hulu is The Handmaid's Tale, something you and I watch addictively, the dystopian, it's like a car crash. Um, So each one of these streaming services has their own original programming, and so guess what's happening? It's $13 for news, right? Yeah, but it's about everything. It's about collections. They're going to have streaming services as well. Like Oprah's having some sort of... Steven Spielberg's going to be on it, so... I'm just saying, like... It's probably going to take over. You're going back to $200 a month, though. You get 13 for Netflix, $10 for this, $89 for Amazon, and all of a sudden you're right back to where you were. You've reattached the cord. You know, it's funny. I follow this... I keep talking about Twitter. I sound like a nut. But I follow this, like, throwback retro 80s thing on Twitter, and they always talk about the programming and the shows that were released or premiered on this day in, like, 1982 or whatever. And they always show the TV Guide snippet that went with it and I laugh because we always had a TV guide and that's how I found out what was uh, on TV that night and that's so funny like mm. I went to a little booklet and I read the synopsis and then my thing was I always checked if it was a repeat it had an R next to it Right. Or when and I, my see, grandma used to be like I'm not watching that again it was a repeat it's a repeat I'm older than you I remember when there was a C next to it which meant that that particular program was going to be in color what is the people yelling behind us don't jump that's not good but, but I don't know, but I hope. Oh, it's, so I, wait. I hope we're not. Hold on. Yeah, so okay. it said C for color. Yeah, on TV guy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you. I'm just letting you know. I, I remember the moon landing, baby. What else you want to Oh, that's what we Why should not? weigh in our listeners. So our little guys turning two on July twentieth. 
I mean, July 24th, but his his birthday party is July 20th. Anthony wants to have a moon landing party, but our son has a lot of favorite things that we could probably also have the party okay. based on. So should okay. we have daddy's favorite thing or the kid's favorite thing for his birthday? Okay, I'm going to not say another word. Little no. Rocket Man. What is this? What is his favorite thing? Guy, we're, we're the wheels on the bus. We're, we're going to have the wheels on the bus party? Or we could have a Gangnam a style party. He could floss for everybody. Oh, my God. You see him flossing? It's like unbelievable, right? Oh, my God. He's the best The only flosser. time he's not flossing is when he's like hiding behind the couch, grunting out of poopy. <laughs> no, and then he gets up and flosses. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So Forget about my moon landing uh, commemoration. It's fine. I'm the only family member that actually remembers it, so it's fine. Okay. What about opening day? You want to talk about that? Yeah. Well, that should be good. My oh, Yanks opens on open Thursday on Thursday, to too, Yankees, at the Yankees at, the Yankees 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 at Yankee Stadium. And guess where I'm going? Where are you going? To City Field. Well, you're going to be on the Disney cruise on Thursday. I would put you at opening day. You've been at opening day with me with the Yankees. I love baseball. I go I to every we took opening my day. Dad. He loved it. We took my dad yeah, we took, we for took, his last yeah, opening day. He loved it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Jason DeGrom looks like he's getting five years. That'll be great for the Mets. Hopefully that happens. Uh, baseball. What does his last name mean? Of Grom? I guess What's so. Grom? I, I don't know. It could be It could be like Manawatun. Oh, do you think we have many Spanish listeners? No, but if someone hears Mono Atun, No, it's not Mono Atun. You already forgot. Just please. Oh, we're getting please, the music. Please, it's like the king. Please tweet me if you want to know what Mono Atun it's means. It's not Mono. It's Manos de Atun. Okay. Please tweet me if you want to know what that really means. But in any event, Deirdre's <laughs> a Yankee fan. I am a Met fan. And yes, we'll be at opening day on April the 4th. Okay. Yeah. No, but we'll be talking to everybody. Before. No, will we? Yeah, What's of course I don't even know what day we'll it back. is anymore. We'll be back in the studio. We are going on a cruise, and we'll be back next Tuesday, all Disney down. Mano Stato. We'll see you next week. Salute. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.